broadcast. Speak my word is about to begin. Your host is Shannon Davis. And we are living in the time of the end. King Linus. We have ignition. We will be reading tonight from the King James edition. Jesus told us to preach the gospel, cast out devils and lay hands on the sick. If you are not obeying him, you better act quick. He is coming back and we will all give a report. So obey Jesus so you don't come up short. Well, good morning, everybody, and I hope you had a great weekend out there. My name is Shannon Davis, the Omega Man, and welcome to our broadcast. We're back uh, Monday through Friday, kicking off at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern. And then, as we have guests, we're going to be on evenings as well, 8 p.m. Eastern. Now, we're going to do uh, three evening programs this week. Tomorrow night, mark your calendar. 8 p.m. Eastern, we're going to have the Soulmate team on with Prophet Scott Lathrop and the Prophetic Hotline. We'll have open lines and, of course, call in if you'd like to get a word from the Lord. Then Wednesday, I'm scheduled to have Gregory Ellis on, bringing the word, taking some calls for prayer, healing, deliverance. And then Friday night is our grand finales. We have the Demon Hotline with Victor Mravlag every Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. So I hope you'll join us and um, let some friends know about the program. Okay, let's see where we're going to start off today. We've got an edition of Speak My Word coming up next, and uh, we're going to be on uh, Deuteronomy 16 today. All right, we're back, everybody. Okay. I've got my place ready. Deuteronomy chapter 16 coming up next. Let's open up in prayer. Again, welcome aboard. Today is Monday, October 16, 2023. Our official website, best viewed from a computer rather than one of those little tiny smartphone screens, omegamanradio.com. All right, Father, Yehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, help us today. This is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over everyone tuning in our families. Surround us with your warrior angels. We invite the Holy Spirit to come today. Teach us your word. Father God, illuminate the scripture. Let us see things we have not seen before. Give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, we also take authority over the airwaves and Satan, we bind you and bind every demon force working under your command. We rebuke you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We bind every demon that would try to stop this program today. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 16. Let's begin. Observe the month of Abib and keep the Passover unto Yahovah thy God. For in the month of Abib, Yahovah thy God besought thee forth, excuse me, brought thee forth, rather, out of Egypt by night. Thou shalt therefore sacrifice the Passover unto Yahovah thy God of the flock and the herd, and the place which Yahovah shall choose to place his name there. Thou shalt eat no leavened bread with it. Seven days shalt thou eat unleavened bread therewith, even the bread of affliction. For thou camest forth out of the land of Egypt in haste, that thou mayest remember the day when thou camest forth out of the land of Egypt all the days of thy life. And there shall be no leavened bread seen with thee and all thy coast seven days. Neither shall there anything of the flesh which thou sacrifices the first day at evening remain all night until the morning. 
Thou mayest not sacrifice the Passover within any of thy gates, which Jehovah thy God giveth thee. But at the place which Jehovah thy God shall choose to place his name in, there thou shalt sacrifice the Passover at evening, the going down of the sun, at the season that thou camest forth out of Egypt, and thou shalt roast and eat it. In the place which Jehovah thy God shall choose, thou shalt turn in the morning and go into thy tents. Six days thou shalt eat unleavened bread, and on the seventh day shall be a solemn assembly to Jehovah thy God. Thou shalt do no work therein. Seven weeks shalt thou number unto thee. Begin to number the seven weeks from such time as thou beginnest to put the sickle to the corn. And thou shalt keep the feast of weeks unto Jehovah thy God with a tribute of a free will offering of thine hand, which thou shalt give unto Jehovah thy God, according as Jehovah thy God hath blessed thee. And thou shalt rejoice before Jehovah thy God, thou and thy son and thy daughter, thy manservant and thy maid servant, and the Levite that is within thy gates, and the stranger, and the fatherless, and the widow that are among you, in the place which Jehovah thy God hath chosen to place his name there. And thou shalt remember that thou wast a bondsman in Egypt, and thou shalt observe and do these statutes. Thou shalt observe the Feast of Tabernacles seven days. After that, thou hast gathered in thy corn and thy wine. And thou shalt rejoice in thy feast, thou and thy son, and thy daughter, and thy manservant, and thy maidservant, and the Levite, the stranger, and the fatherless, and the widow, that are within thy gates. Seven days shalt thou keep a solemn feast unto Jehovah thy God, in the place which Jehovah shall choose. <coughs> Excuse me. Because Jehovah thy God shall bless thee in all thine increase, and in all the works of thine hands. Therefore thou shalt surely rejoice. Three times a year shall all thy males appear before Jehovah thy God in the place which he shall choose, in the feast of unleavened bread, and in the feast of weeks, and in the feast of tabernacles. And they shall not appear before Jehovah empty. Every man shall give as he is able, according to the blessing of Jehovah thy God, which he hath given thee. Judges and officers shalt thou make thee in all thy gates, which Jehovah thy God giveth thee throughout thy tribes, and they shall judge the people with just judgment. Thou shalt not rest judgment, thou shalt not respect persons, neither take a gift, for a gift doth blind the eyes of the wise, and pervert the words of the righteous. That which is altogether just shall thou follow, that thou mayest live, and inherit the land which Jehovah thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not plant thee a grove of any trees, near unto the altar of Jehovah thy God, which thou shalt make thee. Neither shalt thou set thee up any image which Jehovah thy God hateth. Deuteronomy 17. Thou shalt not sacrifice unto Jehovah thy God any bullock or, or sheep wherein is blemish or any evil favoredness. For that is an abomination unto Jehovah thy God. If there be found among you within any of the, thy gates which Jehovah thy God giveth thee, man or woman, that hath wrought wickedness in the sight of Jehovah thy God in transgressing his covenant, and hath gone and served other gods, and worshipped them, 
either the sun or the moon or any of the host of heaven which I have not commanded and it be told thee and thou hast heard of it and inquired diligently and behold it be true the thing certain that such abomination is wrought in Israel then shalt thou bring forth that man or that woman which have committed that wicked thing unto thy gates even that man or that woman and shalt stone them with stones till they die at the mouth of two witnesses or three witnesses shall he that is worthy of death be put to death but at the mouth of one witness he shall not be put to death the hands of the witnesses shall be first upon him to put him to death and afterward the hands of all the people so thou shalt put the evil away from among you if there arise a matter too hard for thee in judgment between blood and blood between plea and plea and between stroke and stroke being matters of controversy within thy gates then shalt thou arise and get thee up into the place which Jehovah thy God shall choose and thou shalt come unto the priests the Levites and unto the judge that shall be in those days and inquire and they shall show thee the sentence of judgment and thou shalt do according to the sentence which they of that place which Jehovah shall choose shall show thee and thou shalt observe to do according to all that they inform thee according to the sentence of the law which they shall teach thee and according to the judgment which they shall tell thee thou shalt do thou shalt not decline from the sentence which they shall show thee to the right hand nor to the left and the man that will do presumptuously and will not hearken unto the priest that standeth to minister there before Jehovah thy God or unto the judge even that man shall die and thou shalt put away the evil from Israel and all the people shall hear and fear and do no more presumptuously when thou art come unto the land which Jehovah thy God giveth thee and shalt possess it and shalt dwell therein and shalt say I will set a king over me like as all the nations that are about me thou shalt in any wise set him king over thee whom Jehovah thy God shall choose one from among thy brethren shalt thou set king over thee thou mayest not set a stranger over thee which is not thy brother but he shall not multiply horses to himself nor cause the people to return to Egypt to the end that he should multiply horses for as much as Jehovah hath said unto you ye shall henceforth return no more that way neither shall he multiply wives to himself that his heart turn not away neither shall he greatly multiply to himself silver and gold and it shall be when he sitteth upon the throne of his kingdom that he shall write him a copy of his this law in a book out of that which is before the priest of the Levites shall be with him and he shall read therein all the days of his life that he may learn to fear Jehovah his God to keep all the words of this law and these statutes to do them that his heart be not lifted up above his brethren and that he turn not aside from the commandment to the right hand or to the left to the end that he may prolong his days in his kingdom he and his children in the midst of Israel the priest the Levites and all the tribe of Levi shall have no part nor inheritance with Israel they shall eat the offerings of Jehovah made by fire and his inheritance therefore shall they have no inheritance among their brethren Jehovah is their inheritance as he hath said unto them and this shall be the priest due from the people from them that offer a sacrifice whether it be ox or sheep and they shall give unto the priest the shoulder and the two cheeks and the maw 
I'm curious what that word means. Let's look up definition of maw. Let's see. The maw, basically it's a stomach. Ooh, wow. Okay. Stomach, huh? Ooh. Is that the right definition? Hmm. The first word means the maw or stomach of ruminants. It is mentioned alongside the shoulder and the two cheeks of ox and sheep. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. Interesting. Okay. They get the pre they get the shoulder, the two cheeks, and the maw. The first fruit also of thy corn, and of thy wine, and of thine oil, and the first of the fleece of thy sheep shalt thou give him. For Yahovah thy God hath chosen him out of all the tribes to stand to minister in the name of Yahovah, him and his sons forever. And if a Levite come from any of thy gates out of all Israel where he sojourned, and come with all the desire of his mind unto the place which Yahovah shall choose, then he shall minister in the name of Yahovah his God, as all his brethren the Levites do, which stand there before Yehovah. Excuse me. They shall have like portions to eat, beside that which cometh of the cell of his patrimony. When thou art come into the land, which Yehovah thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you any one that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination. What would be divination? Tarot cards? Crystal ball? Ouija board? Horoscopes? It says, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch. Let's look up observer of times in the Bible. It's a person who practiced divination or sorcery by observing the signs of the heavens, the clouds, the stars, or other natural phenomena. Okay. Zodiac. Astrology. Right? What is an enchanter in the Bible? An enchanter is someone who practices magic, sorcery, or divination by using words, ceremonies, or serpents. Interesting. Okay. To whisper a spell or enchant. Whisper a spell or enchant. It's clearly forbidden, isn't it? Enchanter also was one who cast spells or put curses on somebody. Okay. Spellcaster. There are video games that uh, that have that in there. And children are playing them. Bring in curses on themselves and the family. And the parents who let the kids do that. A lot of games like that. Watch out. Or a witch. We got a lot of witches in Hollywood. Again, there shall be not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire that was offering children up for sacrifice, throwing them into the fire or Molech's arms. It's forbidden to use divination. Try to foretell the future or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, 
or a charmer or a consulter with familiar spirits that's what these fortune tellers do or a wizard or a necromancer necromancer is someone that tries to make contact with the dead Horton Westcott I think it was Westcott who came up with the critical text which is in many and most of the modern Bibles was a necromancer he spoke to the dead saints in church by himself and you're reading a Bible constructed by Horton Westcott what are you doing most people don't know it that's why throw those things out and get a King James Bible it's one of the last modern Bibles it is modern that are not polluted with Horton Westcott and their corrupted Greek text and their corrupted Codex Vaticanus and Sinaiticus that came out of Egypt instead of God's preserved word the majority text the Textus Receptus not compromised by those necromancers they're part of the ghostly guild people don't know their history and they came in and they're using polluted text of the Bible warped by them and you don't have an actual Bible as a result with most of these modern translations again you go do the research it's not using the majority text Texas Receptus and it's using the Horton Westcott version you're dealing with a Bible put together by a necromancer throw that thing out and get a King James I'm telling you the truth verse 12 for all that do these things are an abomination unto Yehovah there's some people out there with abominable Bibles I'm sorry to say they're not God's word and because of these abominations Yehovah thy God doth drive them out from before thee now if you go back and look at Joshua 13 it's one of the uh, the texts that lay out much of the land that Israel inherited and why were they told to have it because God wanted to give them a possession and he said it's not because of your goodness it's because of the covenant I have with your fathers that was part of the plan and purpose of God to give them a land of their own and he said there are people living there right now I'm going to drive them out because of their wickedness and I'm going to give the land to you for possession and that includes Gaza Gaza was given to Judah one of the twelve tribes of Israel the, the Jews it was previously under the control of the Philistines of Felicia they had control of about five cities Ashkelon and others down there along the coast I think that was part of greater Canaan there have never been a Palestinian people in history there are no ancient Palestine civilizations, kings, currency that's a modern creation there are no true Palestinian people it's not in the Bible you'll find Palestine listed one time I think it's in Joel, one time and that was a mistranslation it should be Felicia and that's the King James now you get one of these other corrupted Bibles, you may have many versions that have Palestine all over, I don't know, I don't read them because they're not God's word they come out of Vatican text but the fact remains that Gaza belongs to Israel and they have a right to retake it and get all the land that God gave them never gave land to the uh, to the Palestinians as they're called today nope this was Philistine land God ran them out of there and gave it to Judah and it belongs to Jerusalem it belongs to the Jews today again God's saying for all that 
that do these things, and that was some things the Philistines did, are an abomination unto Jehovah. And because of these abominations, Jehovah thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with Jehovah thy God. For these nations which thou shalt possess hearkened unto, unto observers of times and unto diviners. But as for thee, Jehovah thy God hath not suffered thee so to do. Jehovah thy God will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto me. Unto him ye shall hearken. According to all that thou doest, desirest of Jehovah thy God in Horeb, in the day of the assembly, saying, Let me not hear again the voice of Jehovah my God. Neither let me see this great fire any more, that I die not. And Jehovah said unto me, They have well spoken that which they have spoken. I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren, like unto thee, and will put my words in his mouth. And he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. A reminder, we're going to have Prophet Scott Latherman tomorrow with Solbate. Tomorrow, Tuesday, the 17th at 8 p.m. Eastern, and the prophetic hotline if you want to call in. And I use the term prophet very uh, carefully. There are modern-day prophets. There's also prophetesses. And there's people that have a prophetic gift. That's one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Spirit of prophecy. But not everybody that can prophesy is a prophet or a prophetess. That's clear. And I don't think we have as many as many people let on to that there is. They're the real deal. That's my personal opinion. I don't use it, use the word prophet um, and throw it around. I'm very careful. I look at these people and their track record, and uh, there we are. But we have Prophet Scott on. He's the real deal. He is called to the office of a prophet. That is an office. It's one of the uh, five offices that I think uh, you have in the New Testament church. Pastors, evangelists, apostles, prophets. Who, who am I missing? <laughs> I haven't had my coffee yet. Let's try that one again. Okay, prophets, apostles, evangelists, pastors, teachers. Isn't that the five right there? Okay. Where are we at right now? We're in Deuteronomy chapter 18. I'm just taking my time. We've got plenty of time. George Carneal coming up at the top of the hour. So this is Moses, right? He's speaking and saying that uh, God's going to raise up a prophet like himself and God will put his words in his mouth and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. And it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. But the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. Now that's a serious thing to be a prophet. Prophets are not supposed to speak presumptuously. Heavy price to pay, if you do. And if thou say in thine heart, How shall we know the word which Jehovah hath not spoken? It says, When a prophet speaketh in the name of Jehovah, if the thing follow not, nor come to pass, that is the thing which Jehovah hath not spoken. But the prophet hath spoken it presumptuously. Thou shalt not be afraid of him. Deuteronomy chapter 19. When Jehovah thy God hath cut off the nations whose land Jehovah thy God giveth thee, and thou succeedest them, and dwellest in their cities and in their houses, thou shalt separate three cities for thee in the midst of thy land, which Jehovah thy God giveth thee to possess it. And we're seeing uh, history played out here. This is something that uh, God did thousands of years ago when he went ahead and 
laid out uh, the inheritance of the tribes of Israel. Who is going to get what? And Gaza right now is up for dispute. But there's no dispute as God is concerned. God already ordained it. Go read Joshua 13, I believe it is. One of the places where he said, I give Gaza to Judah. So people are saying, well, what about the Palestinians? What about them? That's not their land. Now, Israel has allowed uh, some Palestinians, as they call themselves today, to be Israeli citizens and to work in Israel if they conduct themselves properly and don't blow anybody up in a bus. I actually was given a tour by a Palestinian, (laughs) of all people, as he calls himself, um, in Israel back in 2005. I was up on the Temple Mount. And there was really nobody up there. I didn't see. And then this guy I saw in the periphery started to walk towards me. And I went up and met him. And turns out he wanted to give me a tour. And there were some places I thought that may be off limits that perhaps he could get me into. Had the right escort. So, yeah, I hired him for the day. And I should have uh, negotiated a price. And I, I just thought, you know, hey, give this guy a love offering. Took him out to lunch. And then I said, how much owe you? $300. I said, no way, $300. you got to be kidding me. Well, what can I do about it? I didn't negotiate. Don't ever get into a taxi (laughs) or do what I did and hire someone because they will charge you the most. And what are you going to do about it? Should have haggled, haggled the price before. I was looking to pay him 100 bucks, but I paid three times as much. Okay. But Gaza belongs to Israel, bottom line. It's not open for debate. Okay, Uh, let's keep going. God is saying, uh, Thou shalt prepare thee away and divide the coast of thy land, which Jehovah thy God giveth thee to inherit, into three parts, that every slayer may flee there. So he's designating that there be some cities of refuge, three in fact. And this is the case of the slayer. This is someone who kills another person. Not meaning to murder them, but accidents happen. And this is the case of the slayer which shall flee there, that he may live, who so killeth his neighbor ignorantly, whom he hated not in time past. So he didn't murder him with intent to kill him, It was an accidental murder. But neighbor's dead, and it's an eye for an eye. But so God made provision that the person could run to one of these three cities and take refuge there. And as long as they stayed in the city, uh, it was sanctuary. And this is the case of the slayer which shall flee thither, that he may live, whoso killeth his neighbor ignorantly, whom he hated not in time past, as when a man goeth into the wood with his neighbor to cut wood, and his hand fetcheth a stroke with the axe to cut down the tree, and the head from the axe slippeth from the helve, and lighteth upon his neighbor that he die. He shall flee into one of those cities and live. So the axe head comes off and goes over and strikes your buddy in the head or in the gut, kills him. That's horrible, but it happened. He said, then that person can flee. Lest the avenger of the blood pursue the slayer, while his heart is hot and overtake him. Because the way is long and slay him. Whereas he was not worthy of death, inasmuch as he hated him not in time past. Wherefore I command thee, saying, Thou shalt separate three cities for thee. And if Yahovah thy God enlarge thy coast, as he hath sworn unto thy fathers, and give thee all the land which he promised to give unto thy fathers, if thou shalt keep all these commandments to do them, which I command thee this day, to love Jehovah thy God, and to walk ever in his ways, then shalt thou add three cities more for thee beside these three. That innocent blood be not shed in thy land, which Jehovah thy God giveth thee for an inheritance, and so blood be upon thee. 
That's interesting, isn't it? The blood crieth out of the ground like Cain with Abel. God doesn't like the shedding of blood, of shedding of innocent blood. And um, when you have a lot of this, a lot of murder, uh, it brings curses on the land. That's what Hank Groover is over trying to do, break curses in Japan. He's going to have an amazing testimony. I got some pictures over the weekend he sent me. Also, Brother JJ, Brother Joseph Jasinski, went with him. I connected the two. They became fast friends, and they said, man, it was a divine appointment. I knew it was going to be. And uh, Brother Joseph already told me, man, some great things came from this trip. He and Brother Hank headed off great. So they were over there in Japan. Uh, One of the places they went to was Suicide Forest, a place where many people have died. There's a spirit over there that draws people into those woods and depression and sadness and hopelessness and suicide. Then they hang themselves over there. They went over there to break that. Places where there's a lot of bloodshed. You know, there there are curses on the land. Chicago, I'm sure there's a lot of them. All this innocent blood being shed. God requires it of people. But if any man hate his neighbor, now this is talking about murder, and lie in wait for him and rise up against him and smite him mortally that he die and fleeth into one of these cities, then the elders of this of his city shall send and fetch him from there and deliver him into the hand of the avenger of blood that he may die. Thine eyes shall not pity him, but thou shalt put away the guilt of innocent blood from Israel that it may go well with thee. God's going to hold the land, the people responsible for the shedding of innocent blood if they don't deal with it. Thou shalt not remove thy neighbor's landmark, which they of old time have set in thine inheritance, which thou shalt inherit in the land that Jehovah thy God giveth thee to possess it. One witness shall not rise up against a man for any iniquity or for any sin and any sin that he sinneth. At the mouth of two witnesses or at the mouth of three witnesses shall the matter be established. Excuse me. If a false witness rise up against any man to testify against him that which is wrong, then both the men between whom the controversy is shall stand before Yahovah, before the priest and the judges, which shall be in those days. And the judges shall make diligent inquisition. And behold, if the witness be a false witness and hath testified falsely against his brother, then shall ye do unto him as he had thought to have done unto his brother. So shalt thou put the evil away from among you. And those which remain shall hear and fear and shall henceforth commit no more any such evil among you. And thine eyes shall not pity, but life shall go for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot. When thou goest out to battle against thine enemies, and seeth horses and chariots and a people more than thou, be not afraid of them. For Jehovah thy God is with thee, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And it shall be, when ye are come near unto the battle, that the priest shall approach and speak unto the people, and shall say unto them, Hear, O Israel, ye approach this day unto battle against your enemies. Let not your hearts faint, fear not, and do not tremble, neither be ye terrified because of them. For Jehovah your God is he that goeth with you, to fight for you against your enemies, to save you. And the officers shall speak unto the people, saying, What man is there that hath built a new house, and hath not dedicated it? Let him go and return to his house, unless he died in the battle, and another man dedicated. And what man is he that planted a vineyard, and hath not yet eaten of it? Let him also go and return unto his house, lest he die in the battle, and another man eat of it. And what man is there that hath betrothed a wife, and hath not taken her? Let him go and return unto his house, lest he die in the battle, and another man take her. 
And the officers shall speak further unto the people, and they shall say, What man is there that is fearful and faint-hearted? Let him go and return unto his house, lest his brethren's heart faint as well as his heart. And it shall be when the officers have made an end of speaking unto the people, that they shall make captains of the armies to lead the people. When thou comest nigh unto a city to fight against it, then proclaim peace unto it. And it shall be, if it make thee answer of peace and open unto thee, then it shall be that all the people that is found therein shall be tributaries unto thee, and they shall serve thee. And if it will make no peace with thee, but will make war against you, then thou shalt besiege it. And when Jehovah thy God hath delivered into thine hands, thou shalt smite every male thereof with the edge of the sword, kill every man. But the women and the little ones and the cattle and all that is in the city, even all the spoil thereof, shalt thou take unto thyself. And thou shalt eat the spoil of thine enemies. Uh Uh-oh. Which Yahweh thy God hath given thee. Okay, I just lost my uh, BTR connection. I wonder why. Let's try to get back in there. Stand by. I sure don't want there to be more problem tomorrow like we had last week. Couldn't do our prophetic outline. Let me see here. Okay, I better report that. I've got a back door. Let's see if I can get in that way. No, that's not working either. That sucks. Okay, I'm going to have to report that and... um, let customer service know about that. So hopefully they fix it today. Okay, I'll take care of that later. Um, let's finish up here. We've got about 13 minutes. Where are we at here? We're in Deuteronomy chapter 20. But the women and the little ones and the cattle and all that is in the city, even all the spoil thereof, shalt thou take unto thyself, and thou shalt eat the spoil of thine enemies, which Yahovah thy God hath given thee. Thus shalt thou do unto all the cities which are very far from thee, which are not the cities of these nations, but of the cities of these people, which Yahovah thy God doth give thee for an inheritance, thou shalt save alive nothing that breatheth. Okay, now that's very important difference there. So the land that Israel was to inherit, God has different stipulations for that than lands that he hasn't given them for a possession, but we're talking about lands where uh, there will be other wars fought outside of their property. But the of the of the land that they were to inherit, thou shalt save alive nothing that breathes, kill everything, man, woman, babe in arms, dog, cat, chicken, slay it all. But thou shalt utterly destroy them, namely the Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, the Jebusites, as Yahovah thy God hath commanded thee. Why? Because it says that they teach you not to do after all their abominations, which they have done unto their gods. So should ye sin against Yahovah your God. When thou take when thou shalt besiege a city a long time, and making war against it to take it, 
Thou shalt not destroy the trees thereof by forcing an axe upon them, for thou mayest eat of them, and thou shalt not cut them down, for the tree of the field is a man's life. You're not to cut them down to employ them in the siege. Only the trees which thou knowest that they be not trees for meat, thou shalt destroy and cut them down. So in other words, any type of a fruit tree that has um, food growing on it that you could eat, you're not to cut down. But you could cut down other trees that are not agricultural trees for for you know for fruit. And thou shalt build bulwarks, bulwarks against the city that maketh war with thee until it be subdued. You can cut those trees down. Okay. Uh, do we got time? I'll do one more. If one be found slain in the land which Jehovah thy God giveth thee to possess it, lying in the field, and it be not known who hath slain him, then thy elders and thy judges shall come forth, and they shall measure unto the cities which are round about him that is slain. And it shall be that the city which is next unto the slain man, even the elders of that city shall take a heifer, which hath not been wrought with, and which hath not drawn in the yoke, and the elders of that city shall bring down the heifer unto a rough valley, which is neither eared nor sown, and shall strike off the heifer's neck there in the valley. And the priest, the sons of Levi, shall come near. For them Yahovah thy God hath chosen to minister unto him, and to bless in the name of Yahovah. And by their words shall every controversy and every stroke be tried. And all the elders of that city that are next unto the slain man shall wash their hands, excuse me, over the heifer that is beheaded in the valley. And they shall answer and say, Our hands have not shed this blood, neither have our eyes seen it. Be merciful, O Yahovah, unto thy people of Israel, whom thou hast redeemed, and lay not innocent blood unto thy people of Israel's charge, and the blood shall be forgiven them. So shalt thou put away the guilt of innocent blood from among you. When thou shalt do that which is right in the spirit of Yehovah. When thou goest forth to war against thine enemies, and Yehovah thy God hath delivered them into thine hands, and thou hast taken them captive. We're almost done. And seest among the captives a beautiful woman, and hast a desire unto her, that thou wouldest have her to thy wife. Then thou shalt bring her home to thine house, and she shall shave her head, and cut her nails, pare her nails. And she shall put the raiment of her captivity from off her, and shall remain in thine house, and be well her father and her mother a full month. And after that thou shalt go in unto her, and be her husband, and she shall be thy wife. You've got to wait a month, and then you can knock the boots. <laughs> and it shall be, <laughs> if thou have no delight in her, then thou shalt let her go, whether she will. But thou shalt not sell her at all for money. Thou shalt not make merchandise of her, because thou hast humbled her. If a man have two wives, one beloved and another hated, and they have borne him children, both the beloved and the hated. And if the firstborn son be hers that was hated, then it shall be when he maketh his sons to inherit that which he hath, that he may not make the son of the beloved firstborn before the son of the hated, which is indeed the firstborn. But he shall acknowledge the son of the hated for the firstborn by giving him a double portion of all that he hath. For he is the beginning of his strength, the right of the firstborn is his. If a man have a stubborn, rebellious son, which will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother, and that when they have chastened him will not hearken unto them, then shall his father and his mother lay hold on him and bring him out unto the elders of his city and unto the gate of his place. And they shall say unto the elders of the city, This our son is stubborn and rebellious, he will not obey our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. 
and all the men of of his city shall stone him with stones that he die. So shalt thou put evil away from among you, and all Israel shall hear and fear. And if a man have committed a sin worthy of death, and he be to be put to death, and thou hang him on a tree, his body shall not remain all night upon the tree, but thou shalt in any wise bury him that day. For he that is hanged is accursed of God, that thy land be not defiled, which Jehovah thy God giveth thee for an inheritance. Okay, we didn't do bad today. We did, uh, what, five chapters. That's great. Praise God. Father God, thank you for your word. Bless it and help us to retain it in Jesus' name. Okay. Well, thank you for tuning in to Speak My Word. We're going to take a break. Got about five minutes, and we're going to have George Carneal coming up next. Why don't we go back and um, play a song there? That's some heavy-duty scripture right there. God means business, doesn't he? And we take things lightly. Uh, and many do the things that at, at that time their life would have been required of them. Their, their life. It would have been um, death. And you know, God will still require the people. Just may take longer to catch up with you and I if we don't repent of some of these sins. But the wages of sin are death, but the gift of life is... Uh, the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. Thank God we have an opportunity to repent, be forgiven, get these sins under the blood of Jesus. But there are still sins that can cost you your freedom or mine. Murder man, you may go to jail. God can forgive a serial killer like Jeffrey Dahmer. But he paid a heavy price. He went to jail and he was murdered in there. Okay, but I believe he came to Christ. That was a testimony I heard at least. Okay, we're going to go to a song. And um, let me set up for the next program. Give me just a second. Get past this vile commercial. <laughs> 